I'm Steph. And I'm Helen. And this is our podcast. Number 10. Double digits. 10 episodes. This is actually mad. That is the square root of 100. It is, and it's a decade. (laughs) Yeah, that's better. (laughs) Who wants to know what it's the square root of? I'm pretty impressed with your math skills, actually. (laughs) What on earth? That was random. That is a decade. Hidden talent. (laughs) Oh, Oh, dear. Um, This is so exciting. And it's International Podcasting Day, we just found out. Yeah, look at us joining the uh, millions. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how many podcasts there are in the world, actually. I reckon there are millions, yeah, I reckon. But none like this one. No, this is this is a one-off. It's unique, for sure. <laughs> Helen and Steph and nowhere else. <laughs> exactly. Where else are you going to get us? <laughs> oh, dear. How's your couple of weeks been? I can't believe it's been like a fortnight. Yeah, it's gone quick, hasn't it? Yeah, it's good. So it's uh, work is busy and life is just busy. But yeah, it's all good. I feel like I've kind of reverted back a little bit in the whole lockdown sense of like, I don't know, just seeing numbers going up and Boris making new rules and things. Just I feel like I've kind of reverted back a bit to not wanting to go out and see loads of people all the time and mix with people which is a bit sad but I know that's just my protective stuff happening so oh my goodness (laughs) I'm I'm so with you on that it's like you say it's seeing the numbers going back up and when like some restrictions come in and also in our in the UK like how there's different restrictions in like England in Ireland and Northern Ireland sorry Wales Scotland I think oh, oh should we be doing that as well like should we be doing all of the things that everyone else is doing I just don't understand I get and yeah yeah definitely the anxiety level like the base level has just kind of gone up a little notch I think yeah 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 I'm feeling that and just yeah I'm just I don't know I felt quite surprised when he didn't reduce the whole mixing with a group of six thing so just I think in my own head I'm just not knowing that I not I don't feel comfortable doing that even though technically I'm allowed (laughs) don't know just yeah yeah, it's just an interesting time isn't it yeah it's Mm. um it's throwing up so many different and also I think we've talked about it on previous episodes about how everyone takes the rules differently so then you Mm. have to navigate that within your kind of like social circles and within your family and work and that's that's really challenging sometimes Mm. yeah it is and knowing what other people feel okay with that you don't feel okay with yes yeah, mm. yeah it's difficult times isn't it but hey ho there we go let's hope it's better by christmas <laughs> everything do you know what my auntie started doing um she my mum and dad went over to my auntie's on the weekend and bless her i think they just thought they were going over for sunday roast but when they got there she'd like put out a few little treat like christmas tree decorations and got them christmas presents and they were like they had like a little mini christmas and she's doing that with people over the next few months which i thought was a really clever idea yeah i love that what just because she's sort of planning to not be able to see everybody at christmas like do it gradually 
Yeah, because my mum's one of five, so I've got a lot of, like, aunties and uncles and cousins and stuff, and we normally Mm. see at least one of, like, the families on Christmas Day, and I think, yeah, I think she's just kind of... And also then, great, you get to start your Christmas celebrations in September. Yeah, put the tree up, get it up. (laughs) (laughs) It is never too early for the tree, and John Lewis has started selling their decks as well, so... Have they? Mm, It's time. I don't know where, because it was my first time in my flat last year, and the only thing that, um, I didn't buy my own tree, but my mum and dad had a spare old tree that was black, and it was like a black, um, like, what do you call it, a fake one. Oh, yeah, I've seen them, yeah. With, like, built-in lights. It was all right in the end, actually. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to find that. I don't know where it is. Bit different. We bought our first tub of Quality Street at the weekend. Did you? (laughs) Yes. I just can't resist because they're there. Well, actually, it was Phil that bought it. He's a terrible shopper. He is, he's one of those people that they, he is the ideal shopper in that anything that's colourful by the checkout on offer, he buys it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he came back with. But I'm not going to complain. They've half gone already. <laughs> What's your favourite one? Um, uh, I don't know, I'm a bit of a caramel lover or like the long toffee stick thing. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Oh, God, have I just damaged our friendship? so sorry. <laughs> no, do you know what? Actually, it'll work really well because if we share a tub, you can have all of those. Oh, what do tri- you like then? I, to be fair, oh yeah, the green triangle, of course. <laughs> or maybe the purple ones. Are the purple ones in quality? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're well. No, they're quite nice. They've got caramel, and they're overrated. The purple ones. Also, I like the fruit ones. I'm not going to lie. Right, orange I'm cream. Get- <laughs> I'm going to get a box. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm just going to send you all those ones and keep all the ones that I like because, yeah. That's actually perfect. But then you'll get you'll only get the green triangle and the purple one, and then I get all the rest. I mean, that's fine. I don't really like the rest. That is literally <laughs> all I would have it for. <laughs> I'm going to send you a green triangle. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, to be honest, I'm not fussy with chocolate. I eat anything that's covered in chocolate. Not bothered. <laughs> Are you watching the Bake Off? Yes, I love it. Oh my gosh, so good. I love it. Did you watch it last night? Yeah. I'm going to dispute that the technical was not a biscuit. Yeah, I I got really confused because what's that other thing? Mac Oh, macaron. Yeah, macaron are those little round things that are sandwiched together. Mm. And a macaroon is the coconut thing, but not a biscuit. Yeah, good point. It was biscuit but... week. Mm. Yeah, they are quite sort of cake-like, aren't they? Yeah, they're not a biscuit is is like a biscuit it's like crunchy or a chewy cookie that's not it's not a biscuit i'm gonna write to them and tell them (laughs) they'll be doing jaffa cakes next oh yeah controversial (laughs) oh i love it i'm really into that love it yeah it's great isn't it i love it so good so So this week for our episode 10 coincides really nicely with World Mental Health Day. So we thought 
that, we would just have a bit of a chat about that, the importance of these awareness days, the theme and how it applies to everybody and what everybody can do to kind of get on board with it. Do you know, I was just thinking, did you come on the radio show I was doing around this time? I feel like we did a night. Uh, Yeah, I feel like... Oh, do you know what? I feel like that might have been my first show. Yeah, that would make sense, timing-wise. Yeah. So is this like our year anniversary of knowing each other? Yeah! (laughs) So Let's let's celebrate with some quality streets. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, do you know what? I think I did. Yeah, and I remember thinking that was a nice theme because it's quite... Mm quite and just a nice one to get everybody talking yeah and, and before we started recording you said something really um important actually about mental health around you know it literally is important for everyone mm. it's so important for everyone and I think particularly this year and what's happened there's probably I certainly know people who have felt like they've never really struggled with their mental health or anxiety or low mood or depression or um you know worrying about socializing and friendships and stuff and actually this year a lot more people have been affected than than they would have been in a normal year so it just really goes to show that it it is everybody's business and it can affect you at any time you know mental health at the end of the day is not discriminatory it doesn't matter if you're male or female or rich or poor or a celebrity or a film star or a cleaner or a chief executive. You know, it can some things can happen in your life and events and traumas and, you know, world, you know, pandemics can happen mm. at any time. And actually, by by maintaining good mental health and doing things to help your 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 mental health it on a normal occasion can then really act as a bit of a preventative measure and and help you to build that resilience going forward that's that's such a good point about the ongoing nature of it but it can seem quite and we've talked before about habits that's the bit that until maybe sometimes would it be fair to say that some of us would like wait until something happens like you have a bit of an emotional um meltdown mm. or whatever and then you realize you need to do these things and mm. actually in between times if you're feeling okay you kind of forget to do them as well but they're all building up it's like taking um I was gonna say like taking vitamins or doing exercise you know that it's an, it's going to do good stuff for you in the long term mm. but mm. sometimes I feel like you just see the short term and you're like oh can I really be bothered to make time for that yeah yeah, that's absolutely it. And I think a lot of us do that. We're not very good at doing what we would call preventative stuff to, you know, kind of prevent us from getting to not necessarily crisis point, but a point where we feel like we're not able to kind of function or manage as well. But actually doing things to hopefully prevent that happening in the first place is much more effective than trying to deal with it at the time. It's... um I can't think of the analogy when you're it's kind of like firefighting isn't it you're you're mm. you might always feel like you're all already in that and you're a little bit late whereas if you can do stuff earlier and recognize that I think that comes with experience as well in knowing your own self but recognizing when things are starting to slip and putting things in place 
before things become really bad. You mentioned before about the Mind website, and it is so good. Um, it's just because I've got it up in front of me. You know, you said about in lockdown, people have struggled. This says, mm. according to their research, with over 16,000 people, we know that more than half of adults, 60%, and over two thirds of young people, 68%, said their mental health got worse during lockdown. Mm. Um, which is a huge amount, isn't it? Mm. That's really scary, isn't it, actually, when you look at it like that, like over 50% of the population have said they've had worse mental health. And I think the problem with what's happened this year, actually, is that there's no quick fix to it. So this is happening. And the pandemic is not something that can be resolved or is necessarily going to go away. Whereas other things in your life that happen, potentially, you can move on from them or they pass this this at the moment it isn't so it's very difficult to work out how you can support others and how you can help yourself when regardless of anything that you do you're you're this is still happening Mm. and the thing Mm. is with that like the world has changed so much so the things that you might have done before to relieve stress or help Mm. your mental well-being might have been things that involved a lot of socialising or going to public places, mm. um, going shopping. And, and that's what's so challenging, isn't it? We've really been, uh, limit. our worlds have been kind of uh, changed completely. So, mm. but then saying that, I was about to say limited, but they've kind of opened up in other ways because you hear about people talking about sitting outside and listening to the birds and how that's really been a really wonderful experience they wouldn't have done before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think there's been, and I know we said about this when we spoke about the things that we've learned from lockdown and what we're going to take with us once things maybe return to some sort of normality. But yeah, those little things taking more time, feeling like you don't have to rush around all of the time, getting to know your neighbours in your local area more than you would have normally. So yeah, there's definitely been some things that we wouldn't have done. I tell you what I should have carried on from lockdown because we're not in proper lockdown at the moment here. Yoga, because I've just sat with my legs crossed and they really (laughs) hurt and I've had to straighten them. And now this isn't a very ladylike position to record a podcast, but... We're not recording the video, it's all right. No one can see. Thank goodness. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to get into a downward dog now, I don't think. Uh, Oh, dear. Well, having you saying that leads us on nicely to one of the things we were going to talk about, which is Mind actually have um, come up with this campaign in conjunction with World Mental Health Day, which is about doing one thing. So the whole world of mental health can feel completely overwhelming, I think. And when you maybe when you Google it, so you say you're feeling a bit anxious and you Google support for anxiety it feels completely overwhelming and you're bombarded with all of this information about what you should do and what you shouldn't do and self-help things and various websites and helplines and it can be difficult to know where to start. So I think just starting with doing one thing and their campaign is all around doing one thing on World Mental Health Day, but I think there's a lot to be said for actually breaking this into manageable chunks and thinking of one thing that you can do every day for your own well-being. Yeah, I like this. I like this campaign campaign idea because um, mm. isn't there a thing of a saying like if you keep doing the same thing, you'll get the same results. So, mm. and but it's, 
oh, I don't know. I always find this really difficult because I talk about this and I, I'm like, yes, I know this is good that if I like start doing one thing, but it's so hard to do it every day. That's the thing. Yeah, it's so hard. Do you know what I've just realised? We haven't actually said when World Mental Health Day is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's we should probably idea. tell you that. <laughs> just so World Mental Health Day is on the 10th of October. Uh, I can't believe it's the end of September already. Anyway, it's it's on the 10th of October. And um, I think it's the World Health Organization really that leads on it, but it's supported by lots of other organizations. So um, the World Health Organization, um, the Mental Health Foundation, MIND, um, all of anybody, any kind of organization that deals with mental health is can sort of do their own thing that feeds into that. That shows how important it is because the World Health Organization are obviously overseeing all of the covid stuff and mm. they're creating a day for mental health i mean let's mm. hope it's more than a day that they you know the awareness is raised at some point but yeah mm. it just shows how important it is yeah yeah and i think that the other the other thing that i'm hoping will come out of this pandemic is like you've just said about those stats with people struggling with mental health which obviously in no way is a good thing but i hope that the spotlight is now shone on mental health and the the provisions that we have for it and and what can be improved in that because there's a great deal of improvement that's needed I think in statutory services for mental health support let's not bang on about that now because <laughs> I might get on my high horse a bit but I think I'm hoping that it will shine a bit of a spotlight on it yeah absolutely and and also mm. within businesses and organizations I hope that that comes higher up the agenda mm. when sorting out I don't know people's contracts or the way that the work life balance is um mm. addressed I I just wonder if that will come up as well did I ever tell you about I was lucky enough to spend a bit of time in Australia and I don't want to I feel like sometimes obviously when you go somewhere like that and it might feel like a holiday you think oh you're just going to see it with rose tinted glasses but the plan was to live there for a bit and I did get to live there for a little bit and mm, I lovely. did feel like the work-life balance I, I it felt like it they kind of had it a, a bit more a bit mm. more balanced and I don't know if it's the climate and like the fact that they can go out for a surf in the morning or the <laughs> fact <laughs> which sounds lovely or like the you bars, could do that Go up to sure. I don't know the Thames. <laughs> Go for a little, a little uh, surf up the Thames. Get your paddleboard out. Oh yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, but but also like but I'm not suddenly like advocating everyone go drinking. But like the kind of the bars and the kind of atmosphere in the week. It wasn't like everything was just saved up to the weekend. I don't really know. It just felt like it mm. had a nice balance to it. But it might have just been cause holiday. (laughs) Mm. I think there's probably a lot to be said for the climate and stuff as well, isn't there? Like when it's sunny and Mm. I think Australians and and New Zealanders generally are some of the happiest people on the planet. I might have just made that up, but I think maybe they are. (laughs) I love to know making stuff up. (laughs) You can verify this fact by Googling. (laughs) Yeah. Happiest people in world. Anyway, we digress now. Yeah, Sorry, that was my fault because yeah. I jumped around a bit. But so doing one thing every day for your mental health feels quite achievable. And it doesn't even have to be a huge thing. It can be 10 minutes and it doesn't have to be the same thing. 
Oh, it could be a different thing each day. Yeah, I would say it could be a different thing each day. And I think the thing with mental health as well is it's very individual. Everyone's unique. And that's why sometimes it feels really overwhelming when you Google about, you know, support for mental health because not everything is going to work for you. So there'll be lots of websites and people telling you to try these things. But at the end of the day, you've got to find what works for you. So if you if you try something and you do it every day or once a week and it's not working, then don't be afraid to, you know, do something different. And just knowing also that it can take a little bit of time to see the benefits of that. So doing something two days in a row by the third day you're probably not going to feel hugely different so it's about sticking with it I think and knowing that mm-hmm. it will make a difference the in the longer term could it be a good idea to like mark in your ca- oh gosh I'm getting overly organized now but like pop a <laughs> note somewhere to say like yeah a calendar you might have on the wall like started doing this on this day yeah um yeah. Yeah, because time kind of has gone weirdly kind of quick as well as slow this year, if that makes sense. Mm. I know, it's weird, isn't it? I think we've said about this before, is it? Because there's like no markers, but I think people can feel a bit like, I certainly feel sometimes it's been almost a wasted year through no fault of our own, but there's so Mm. many things that have been cancelled and that we've not been able to do. You kind of feel like the year's been a bit of a write-off, but actually there's you can still really do things within you know what's going on now to feel like you're not just drifting along and also with time going quickly you might suddenly look and be like oh my gosh that's a month that I've been I don't know Mm. um going to bed a bit earlier and oh I do feel a bit better actually yeah yep definitely and I think I love I love your um you talk about your diary a lot and putting things like have been organized with your time because you're a super busy person but knowing also that the importance of scheduling in that stuff so that's not to make it feel like a chore but making sure that it's almost scheduled in so it doesn't slip down the priority list with everything else that you've Mm -hmm. got to do and finding the optimum time to do that thing so if you try and do something in the morning and then you feel like that's actually stressing you out more because you've got less time to you know do what you normally do in the morning try doing it at lunchtime or try doing it in the evening you know just try find the optimum time to do to do whatever it is um that is that you're committed to doing and don't be afraid to kind of jiggle that around this is i the more i think about it i think this is such a clever idea because it is it's a simple idea but i think it challenges all of us to Mm. to try and do something different um have they suggested different sort of starting points I was going to have a look yeah I think um I mean the list is endless really isn't it it could be something that you've been wanting to do for ages like learn something or a hobby or I don't know learn a language or learn yoga or learn to sew you know something like that that feels quite a huge task but actually if you Mm. just do a little bit every day you can start it and there's quite a lot to be said I know um I saw something the other day I think Blurt posted it about not being like not being afraid to start something um without an end in mind so you we almost think about where the end point is so the ultimate achievement like we need to so I don't know think about like running a marathon 
So you think, well, my my goal is to run the marathon, but that can feel so huge. It feels quite terrifying to start because it feels like such a way off. Um, So just knowing that you can start small, like everything, isn't it? Everything takes time to build up and, you know, get it maintained as part of your daily routine. So just starting small every day with a small amount of time committed to it. That is, yeah, that what Blurt said, what, you were just saying about seeing the end goal and it becoming overwhelming is so true Mm. um and we think I think we put that pressure on ourselves sometimes to oh I'm not good enough oh I can't do that Mm. oh I'm not perfect oh no I can't do that and actually like you say it's just starting isn't it Mm. yeah exactly and that can feel really scary in itself but actually once you've done it it feels it's much less scary than you would than you would think and could it be that that oh, I was thinking of once a week then but if it's do one thing every day I was thinking the hope being that it's something that has a positive impact and then you look forward to it you're like oh mm. getting to do that in a bit mm. and it just takes you out of everything else takes you out of the the stresses of life and I I think I sent that thing to you this week about the recharging your own battery and yes hopefully it'll be one of those things that's helping recharge you rather than deplete you yeah I loved that and that that video made such a good point I might share that actually on our Instagram because it was basically saying how we don't and we've spoken about this quite a lot with self-care and stuff how we don't put time and effort into ourselves into recharging ourselves but you wouldn't ever let your phones especially nowadays (laughs) run out of battery like when we're in the red we're like freaking out trying to find a charger um but quite often we can be in the red, we can need a recharge and we know it, but we just carry on and on and on and squeeze as much life out of that battery as we can until we crash. Um, and again, going back to what I was saying before, it's not, it's really not good to get to that point, like trying to put things in place before you get to that point to yeah. make sure that your battery doesn't ever go below, you know, whatever, half full. Don't wait until you're in the red zone. I'm so guilty of that. No, so sure guilty. Not. But it's, yeah, it's just so good to talk about it out loud and actually, because mm. um, I think also a lot of this stuff, we, deep down, we kind of know it, but we're mm. like, I don't know, we just kind of ignore, like checking in with how you're actually feeling and listening to yourself, I think, mm. really important yeah really important so important and you know what even if that is the thing that you do right that is such a straightforward thing to do but we don't do it nearly enough checking Mm. in with and you can do it even like I think it's good to put some time aside but if you're struggling with that even if you're doing it like in the shower or something or when Mm. you're eating your breakfast like checking in and thinking how do I feel today what are my emotions? Because we sometimes experience all these confusing emotions, but we don't often label them or know where they come from. So really trying to tune into what your emotions are telling you and what your body is telling you and be, and recognising that and, and where it comes from and what needs to happen for that to change if it is a negative emotion or feeling, um, you know, is really important. And we absolutely don't, I don't think we spend enough time doing that I can't imagine hardly anybody actually does does that um and 
and also you can do this at like a, a body scan activity where you can do it as part of meditation but really tuning into the your physical body and and how you're feeling on a physical level so any aches or pains or anything that you're experiencing that might actually be linked to your mental health um, and just doing kind of a body scan and recognizing what is going on with your body and how that might be linked to how you're feeling that is is such good advice because I think that thing of not being aware of it means it can come out in different ways like I've had one of those days today I had a bit of a stressful um, uh, bit of a stressful call well it wasn't a stressful call but like I I was putting pressure on myself off the back of it and get Mm. myself all kind of worked up and then I feel a bit bad because I feel like I was a bit um I don't know possibly a bit snappy um Mm. and yeah it's nothing to do with people I'm around it's just that I know that I feel a bit tired today and I also know that parts of the the work call just for whatever reason made me feel a bit not good enough or a bit stressed Mm. and then it I don't know maybe taking time to like understand what I'm feeling would help a bit Mm. but that what you've just said there and maybe it's good that we're doing this today because you've like Mm. just spoken about it out loud but I think that's really important is acknowledging acknowledging it and when we feel tired or or stressed sometimes it does come out in anger or um not aggression I'm sure I don't think you could be aggressive Mm. Steph if you tried but like (laughs) snappy or you know kind of taking it out on people and recognizing that 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 our reactions are a lot of the time down to how we're feeling and how we've we're not quite processing what we're feeling and that's how it comes Mm. out yeah Mm. and that if we all had that awareness and let's hope that mental health gets higher up the agenda in our like daily conversations as well Mm. then hopefully we can all kind of understand each other and help each other out as well Mm. yeah yeah definitely yeah because this is that that's the other thing this is about isn't it it's anything like world mental health day or any awareness day is about not only helping yourself but helping others and being aware of what others are going through and reducing that stigma and you know normalizing this at the end of the day it's all right to talk about it it's Mm. it's not something that should be shied away from or that you should hide away from and we absolutely are getting much better at it but there's still a long way to go I think but yeah being able to recognize that in yourself but also in others like if somebody is acting you know different from how they normally will out of character or they're more withdrawn or they're more snappy than usual you know maybe there's something going on for them that they want to they want to talk about yeah and I think that's where mm. we we connect more because we realize we're all human we're not su- superhuman and um yeah having that appreciation of different mm. people's perspectives which is so difficult sometimes I feel like because we with social media you can like live in like an echo chamber of um everyone kind of having similar experiences or thinking similar things that then when you're challenged or come across other people it can be kind of sometimes a bit judgmental or a bit uh, short-sighted and I think all of this can really help us as a society mm. hopefully yeah for sure definitely absolutely yes so What's your one thing going to be? Are we going to do one thing rather than three things? Let's talk about our one thing that we're going to do. 
I think this is, yeah, this is really nice. So normally at the end we do three things we either do or we're going to do about the topic. Um, But yeah, with the one thing for World Mental Health Day, let's... Let's do one thing. I keep changing my mind. You go first because I can't decide what <laughs> oh, no, to go with. Um, okay, my one thing, and I just said this before we started recording, I've only started doing it the last couple of days. So I'm sticking with it because I do already feel the difference. I'm not going to lie. And that is doing my Headspace meditation app in the morning. Now, not only do I do the little, and it literally takes 10 minutes, but normally I snooze and then I snooze for another 10 minutes. So after my first snooze, I now get up, cut up some cucumber, (laughs) go back upstairs. Have a gin and tonic. Have a a gin and tonic. (laughs) Get, Get back in bed and I put my little 10 minute meditation on headspace and I put my cucumber on my eyes and I just lay there and some their meditations really good because it's really kind of entry level and it's all about focusing on breathing and you know those kind of mindfulness type skills that can really help you in your everyday life once you've harnessed them um and ju- yeah, I just feel like it kind of sets me, it chills me out because sometimes you wake up and your thoughts are racing with all of these things that you have to do in the day with work or with other things. And oh my gosh, I've got to do that. And yesterday I've got to do that. So I just find that when I do that in the morning, it kind of resets me a bit and refreshes me and I feel good. This is so good. I love this one. I think from people that have said, in fact, it was Joe Wicks the other day he was saying on his podcast that he started doing it. And it had made such a huge difference to his life. Mm. So, Well, and he, you know, he, that's so interesting, isn't it? Because Joe Wicks is the sort of person that you look at and you think he is happy all of the time. Mm. He has unlimited energy. He's got the perfect, beautiful family. Mm-hmm. He's probably quite well off. Um, his mental health must be amazing because he exercises all the time. But at the end of the day, he is just a person. He probably struggles on days like all of us do. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, help me. What's your one thing? Have you picked? Have you picked? You can have two if you like. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I, I honestly, I was like, I've been thinking for ages, I need a hobby. Because mm. my hobby was... Uh, well, when I was younger, it was dancing for a long time. And then it mm. was radio. And then that, you know, fortunate enough to make that work. And but I, the thing is, the thing is with that, I feel really lucky to be doing it. But it means that I can sometimes just spend loads of extra time doing it and not take time to do something that is away from all of that, if that makes sense. Mm, so yeah, yeah. the intensity just gets quite intense. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking, so my mum, my mum started learning the recorder yeah um I do remember doing that (laughs) oh bless oh I think that's so cool I'm really proud of her doing that um maybe I did start learning the guitar for a bit I have got a guitar or um what was the other things I thought of oh yeah dancing but that's hard at the moment because you can't really get to classes yeah, it's so hard, isn't it? When you doing like mixing at one point? Oh yeah, DJ stuff. See, mm. that would be a good one, I think. But there is a bit of work possibly next year doing that. So, I, I that could be a good one as long as I don't 
turn the pressure on. <laughs> mm. I'll be keeping an eye on that. <laughs> Unlikely. But no, you're right, actually. The last time I did it, it was on a Sunday night and I just did 20 minutes and I felt so good because I was like, God, this is fun, isn't it? Like, yeah. just like, have a little dance around. Yeah, because it, it's what you're doing. It's the thing that you're doing is... Um, cool because it's like you know you're you're doing it and it's an it's a hobby activity and you're enjoying it but also like the I guess you play like like super energizing music so you can have a little dance around so it's like two-pronged <laughs> Woo! okay <laughs> that's gonna be mine for now but if it gets if I get pressuring myself I'll change it I love it can we have a little Sunday night party <laughs> with quality street and you DJing <laughs> quality street I think we should call this episode um, Quality Streets. <laughs> I can eat the Quality Street. I'll send you up some green triangles. You can do a DJ set. I can dance around. <laughs> uh, if anyone really wants that, like we can open up to more people. Let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could. This could be a big thing. This could be like one of those house parties where you invite 10 yeah. people and then you've got a thousand people turn up. But it could all be on virtual. It could be virtual, yes. Mm. That'd be so good. Sounds fun. Lovely. Oh, there, I was just going to mention a couple of other campaigns that people are doing as well. If you wanted to find out more, get involved in social media and use hashtags and all that malarkey. Um, so Young Minds, which are a great charity, they're separate to Mind. Um, but they support young people's mental health and they do a lot of campaigning and stuff. They are doing a campaign called Hello Yellow, which is primarily for schools, but also you can do it in workplaces or wherever where you wear. And they're doing it on Friday the 9th because the Saturday is um, obviously a non-school day. So you go to school wearing yellow um, as a bit of a kind of this is the campaign. And again, raising awareness and supporting young people's mental health. Um, and also I've not found much about it, but they have got it on their websites and it sounds quite exciting that the World Health Organization themselves are doing this thing called the big event for mental health, which is going to be like an online stream with some huge people. So the director of the World Health Organization um, and like world leaders and kind of celebrity advocates for mental health are all going to come together and do this kind of virtual stream with interviews and stuff um, on social media. So that sounds quite cool. And that's going to be they, on the 10th. Why haven't they called us? Well, maybe <laughs> maybe it's going to happen. We've got 10 days. <laughs> oh, There's still time. <laughs> oh, I've got who on the phone? Who? Yeah. No. <laughs> WHO? Who? Oh, that'd be cool that so yeah good. there's lots of stuff going on so get yeah get involved i think anything that anything that you can do that and you might do something just on that day that might end up turning into something you don't know mm. Mm. so do one thing let us know as well you can always tag us on instagram yeah i love that tag us in your thing yeah. that you're doing that'd be really cool that would be really cool Helen and Steph underscore model through on Instagram. That's us. And yes. you can get us on email as well if there's any other topics you want us to cover in the future. We are Helen and Steph at gmail.com. Yay. 
thank you so much for joining us this has been thank wonderful you. it's been a lovely little chit chat um and we'll see you soon see you soon <laughs> <laughs>